Hello, today I'm sharing what I believe the number one way to show your daughter you are here for her, for anything and everything, the hard and not so hard conversations. That's being vulnerable. In this episode, I'm going to share how vulnerability was my aha moment of recognizing what's been missing, why I believe in it so much, and how it changed the trajectory of my personal growth and relationship with my daughter and kids, what it will look like in your life, and how vulnerability will impact your relationship with your daughter so that she will want to go, even go to you when she's scared. But first, did you know that there's a supportive community for you? Have you had a chance to come in and check it out? Well, the common thing I ask moms that I work with to be most valuable for them is being a part of a community of moms that get it. That's moms of tweens and teens. Now, if that's you and you're looking for community, I invite you to come and join join us, you know, to laugh, to encourage, and to support one another. You can join by going to linktree forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. Hey, mama. Welcome to the Raising Her Confidently podcast. I'm Jeannie Baldomero, a mom of three, wife, friend, mom mentor, and your number one advocate for healthy mother-daughter relationships. I know you're frustrated with this new season of raising your daughter. You find yourself literally Googling parenting a tween or teen girl because you just want to understand and help her out. You wish you could connect with your daughter with tools for a healthy relationship, guide her to be responsible and independent through boundary setting, and create a supportive community for you and your daughter. So mom, if you're ready to create an authentic and genuine relationship with your girl that is thriving and not just surviving, grab that glass of Merlot and kick off those fuzzy slippers and let's get going. Okay, let me tell you something about myself. I love reading. I might have mentioned that before, but most times on my free time, you can find me cuddled up with a good book. On most trips, I'm sitting by the pool digging into a great novel. And I love, love, love me some Brene Brown. Do I have any Brene Brown fans there? (laughs) There was a season where I couldn't even get enough of her books. I've been in a couple book clubs where a Brene Brown book was the center of our conversations. She's had such a big influence in my personal growth that I've applied some of her principles in my own online course, for moms of tween and teen girls. It's been pivotal in shifting my relationship with my own daughter. Well, my first introduction to Brene Brown was when a friend gave me the gifts of imperfection as a gift. Honestly, I didn't even open it and it's been sitting there for months on my to read book list and it sat there what seemed forever. But when I finally opened that book, I immediately became engulfed with all her work and the words she had to say. A specific quote, authenticity means cultivating the courage to be imperfect, to set boundaries, and to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. I'm going to read that one more time so it'll sit in a little bit. This quote spoke out to me. Authenticity means cultivating the courage to be imperfect, to set boundaries, and to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Literally, I had to read that again, like I did with you. And that was it. I lived a life of shame and I unconsciously hid it. And in my hiding, 
which was in my mind protecting my family from my guilt and my imperfections, my past mistakes, I was actually causing harm. I was building this boundary between me and my family and not exposing the imperfections in my life. I was keeping everyone out and masking it with what I thought they wanted to see. I know this is heavy stuff, but it was so important for me to actually understand what vulnerability meant and how that has impacted my life. And I'll go and explain a little bit deeper how this can impact your relationship with your daughter. But it wasn't until my book bestie, Brene Brown, released me with those words that I just read. Now, I'm still a work in progress when it comes to vulnerability, but it was the aha piece that was missing for me. Vulnerability is the key to releasing the hold of shame and guilt that it had on me. I know, right? I, I don't know if that has like set in with you, but you know, as we move forward, that's the whole point of our episode today is for me to explain exactly what vulnerability is. Why is the topic vulnerability so important when it comes to relating to our teen daughters? Well, we desire open conversations where our girl can come to us, but that doesn't happen overnight, right? And to factor in the differences that each children have, just because one child is more open with you doesn't mean that all children would be open with you. And as a mom, you know that each of our children have different personalities and approach things a little bit different. Sometimes it's hard to get them to come to you. This is a specific person that you have a desire to grow close with and have conversations with. Think of that person, think of that daughter. It's hard to get them to come to you, let alone say more than one word, right? When you ask them a question. I know you're probably stuck like the cycle of guilt and worry of trying to figure out why won't she just talk to me? Well, okay, mama, I'm going to release you on that. I took what I learned from Miss Brene Brown and applied it to what I'm trying to cultivate with my own relationship with my daughter. I asked myself, what am I giving to our relationship or what am I not giving to our relationship that I expect from her, right? If I expect her to open up to me, am I being vulnerable and opening up to her? Well, I had to learn that. And so I've learned that I often find myself sharing stories of friendships, the good times, the challenges I, I had, the silliness that I had with my friends when I was her age and what that looked like. I also find myself sharing stories about boys during that time. And I'll talk more a little bit about that later. So today we're going to talk about vulnerability and how being vulnerable with your daughter can open doors for a space that is safe for her. What is vulnerability? Well, according to dictionary.com, there's two definitions. The first definition is openness or susceptibility to attack or harm. The second is willingness to show emotion or to allow one's weaknesses to be seen or known. Willingness to risk being emotionally hurt. Well, today we're gonna focus on the second definition this part, willingness to show emotion or to allow one's weakness to be seen or known. Now, isn't that what we want from our daughters? We want our daughters to approach us in a vulnerable state to share what they truly feel, right? Now, I'm not saying that we moms spill all our problems and issues with our daughters because that's not appropriate. 
they're not mature enough to handle the content or the challenges that you're experiencing as an adult, right? That requires a mature audience, someone who has experience in that. The type of vulnerability I'm talking about is being willing to share stories of similar situations that your daughter may be experiencing that you being a lot older and have gone through that are willing to share yourself, right? Being willing to admit when you made a mistake can be one in their relationship or even sharing where you came from, why you reacted the way you did and being able to uh, humbly apologize and ask for forgiveness. That's also vulnerability. Vulnerability. I promise I'll get that word right. (laughs) Well, these are the types of vulnerable moments I'm talking about. Being willing to humble yourself and apologize when, when you know you've done something wrong because you're setting that expectation, but also being willing to share some stories that she can relate to. Maybe not your best time, but you've definitely learned from them. And they're stories that have uh, helped in becoming who you are today, right? What can vulnerability look like in your life? Well, this is what it can look like. You can explain your emotions and feelings be honest and truthful, like, hey, I am angry right now because blah, 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 blah. Or I was angry because, and share the truth about how something made you feel and not how she made you feel. Let me explain that. Sometimes we can project ourselves and make someone else feel shameful because we inadvertently or intently place blame on that person. But let me tell you this, for an example, I could say, say my daughter didn't take the trash out and that made me very upset because I reminded her often. I could say, you made me angry because you didn't take the trash out when you said you did. Or I can reword it and say, hey, when you said you would take the trash out and I trusted and believed you, I feel a little angry because you didn't throw the trash away. Your It shifts from placing blame on her for your reaction and your feelings to me taking responsibility for my anger based on a reaction that she did, right? I hope that makes sense. So basically, we're not trying to blame the person for our emotions. We're instead taking responsibility for our feelings, but holding her accountable for why that happened, right? I shared my frustrations without saying that you made me feel because in reality, I'm responsible for my own feelings and owning that is being vulnerable, right? Let me say it one more time. I am responsible for my own feelings and owning that is being vulnerable, owning that in front of her. So Brene Brown says in her book, practice courage and reach out. We have to own our story and share it with someone who has earned the right to hear it. Someone who can, we can count on to respond with compassion. We need courage, compassion, and connection, ASAP. So isn't that what we want from our daughters? We want courage, compassion, and connection because we want them to come to someone that has earned the right to hear it, which hopefully it is us right? And someone that they can count on with compassion, which hopefully is us, right? So how does that start? It doesn't happen overnight. You can't just say, hey, 
I have compassion, have courage, and start coming to me. That just doesn't work that way. It's little bits of steps of consistency that prove that we are trustworthy with what they're going to share. On her part, it will take courage, compassion, and the willingness to connect with you because of what you've laid out where she's going to start to be vulnerable. But how can that start? We can start that. We can start that chain by being vulnerable ourselves, by being courageous, by being compassionate, and the willingness to connect with our daughter. As a result of vulnerability, we refine our ability to be courageous, to be compassionate, and grow in our connection with others, right? With that in mind, moving into our third question to address, how will vulnerability impact my relationship or your relationship? Well, you're creating a space where you're okay to share some deep emotions, thoughts, and feelings, maybe some reactions and challenges. She's probably thinking, well, if my mom does this naturally with me, then I can too with her. It's showing her you are not perfect either. Let me say that one more time. Being vulnerable, right, as a a result of recognizing that we're sharing our imperfections is showing your daughter that you're not perfect too. Wow. Doesn't that lay down a lot of the expectations that she thinks you might have of her? But instead, it allows her to see through your stories who you truly and genuinely are and that you have the wisdom to share what you want to share. And she may just open up and receive that. Well, here's that story about boys. So growing up, I wasn't allowed to date. I, I, you know, that's, that's my rule. My rule that my parents gave me. You're not allowed to date. Basically, there were no really set boundaries. It was just a hard line, no dating. And my assumption was I wasn't allowed to date until I was ready to get married. My parents were pretty old school. So that meant not past college. They held high value on studies. So they wanted me to go to college and not be distracted with boys. Reasonably so, right? But me being me and super rebellious, I decided, you know what, your rule is that I can't date boys, but I'm attracted to them and I want to date. So I started dating behind my parents' back at a very early age. Now, can you imagine what age that was? Yes, it was 13, my pivotal age. I started dating at 13 with no guidance from my parents because they didn't know about him. I share this story with my daughter about dating too early, the heartaches and distractions that I had navigating through that pretty much alone or with my friends who are so-called experienced, right? (laughs) I laugh because it's kind of like, no, they weren't experienced and I didn't really have the wisdom of experience looking hindsight. And I share these stories with them not to scare them about what relationships look like and what they can do to you, but to help them understand the reasoning behind our rules on dating that we have on our kids. That dating at a young age is not, it's a way to protect them and keep them safe. It's not a way for us to take all the fun away because of course, sometimes girls think boys equal fun, but it was more of a safety Thankfully, because of these rules and because of these stories that I share, she understands where I'm coming from and why this rule has been set. And she was pretty much 
has pretty much set to it. Now, was she interested in dating boys? No. But was she attractive to them? Oh, yes, of course. She was definitely attracted to them. Her Her hormones were telling her. But the good thing about this is that because I was very open about my stories of dating at a very early age and how I hid that from my parents, she chose to share her honest opinions about boys. She was attracted, who she was attracted to, um, who she liked, but also respected the rules we had and boundaries we had around that. What I valued most of was the fact that she shared with me, knowing that we still had a rule around it, but was okay to share it with me. Now, I think part of that is because I was also vulnerable and opened up about the stories of my own dating life at a very early age. Now, vulnerability also sets aside shame and blame. One reason people or individuals don't share with others is because they're scared. They're hiding in their shame, already feeling guilty because of the expectation of how the other person may or may not react, or maybe they're already feeling that what they're thinking is wrong and are too ashamed to share it. When someone is being vulnerable, though, with what they're sharing, even if it's the hard issues or the topics that she feels uncomfortable with sharing, it's very hard to react in a way that is condemning or judging, right? Vulnerability actually evokes empathy, allows us to lean in. It's the ability to share the feelings of another person. Now, this mama moving, leaning in, moving forward and setting the stage of being vulnerable helps our girls to also lean in and come to you. You are modeling what it's like to be vulnerable. It's such a healthy thing for her and her own well-being is to be able to share with someone who is trusted and met with compassion. So are we setting that stage for them? Are you inviting authenticity into your relationship by being vulnerable? What you're saying is that I want to know what you are really thinking about, not what you think I want to hear from you. One more time, here's another Brene Brown quote because I just love her. What we know matters, but who we are matters more. And what better way for your daughter to know who you are but sharing those vulnerable stories of vulnerable moments of when you were her age and opening up and allowing her to do the same. As we are more vulnerable with your daughter, your daughter will get to know your heart better and your intentions. Your consistency will help her and she will learn to trust you as a space for her. Well, just like what Brene Brown said, practicing being courageous, do that. Do you have someone in your life who has earned the right to hear your story? Go share something vulnerable. It's a practice. Being courageous does not come natural. It's uncomfortable. It's scary. But once you do, it's also freeing. Set some intentional time with your daughter. Is there something you'd like your daughter to come to you about? Maybe there's something you have a hunch or a feeling about. Or maybe you're just curious about something that you overheard. 
Is there a story that you can share about yourself that opens that door? Once you figure that out, it makes it so easy to be able to naturally and organically share these stories as certain situations come up that you can relate to and she feels that you, you understand her a little bit more because you come with a story of a situation that she might be experiencing. And you never know, she'll slowly open up and start to share a little bit more and more and more each time. Well, mama, don't forget, you have a community of moms who get you. You have a community of moms who can be vulnerable with you. Come on over to our free mom support group at linktree forward slash Jeannie Valdemero. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.